It's Josh Williams here, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 37, for Wednesday, January 24th, 2018. How are you, everybody? Welcome back, listeners. Uh, this week, I'm going to be talking to you guys about how, uh, you know, all my better eating is going, uh, you know, some of the birthday celebrations that I had over the course of the last week. Uh, I'll read your emails later on, and uh, we'll get right to it. Uh, so for the uh, first time in a very long time, I am recording this during the day. Uh, first order of business getting up today. It's Tuesday, the day before you guys will be receiving this. And let me start by saying, I'm very sorry <laughs> for last week's episode. Um, only because I recorded it so late in the night, I was exhausted and, uh, I really have committed to making sure that you guys get this uh, for yourselves, you know, of course, uh, first thing Wednesday morning. So if you know, the week has been so jam packed and I haven't been able to find an opportunity to do the podcast, I will do it. Um, you know, even if it's late at night to make sure that it's out there. And I know how much I was yawning. Uh, it was something that even when I was done, I was, you know, just embarrassed at how, at least in my opinion, how poor it must've come across. So, um, I just wanted to say, uh, for anyone who listened, I'm, I don't know if I lost any listeners out there. Like, really, am I still tuning into this shit after all that? Um, I just wanted to say that I do appreciate anyone who hung in there and I do apologize for how last minute it is. So, um, I'm actually doing a little bit better in terms of work. They have not got me booked for five days straight and I don't have a ton of stuff, um, you know, scheduled that's getting in the way. I, I did sort of, uh, there was some blood work I wanted to do yesterday. I had some stuff that came up. I wasn't able to do that. I was supposed to do that blood work this morning and I slept in, I did not set an alarm and I slept in. Uh, so I missed that opportunity. So I'm recording this as soon as it's over, I head to work. But this will be available for you guys first thing Wednesday morning, so I'm sure that's when you're listening to it. Uh, I do appreciate the patience through the last episode, and uh, and I, I solemnly vow to try to make sure that that never happens again, that I'm just putting it out last minute. So uh, thanks for, for bearing with that, guys. I hope this week's episode, much more lighthearted, high energy, no yawning, more fun. Um, so let's get right into it. Last week, guys, uh, didn't do a whole lot other than work, um, and there's never any interesting stories there. You guys know that. Um... <laughs> But, um, I did have, I did have some fun last week, uh, in honor of the, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the 35th, uh, I, uh, I went out and I got myself some stuff. I had some, uh, some store credit, uh, or gift cards or whatever the hell you call it for the Apple store. So I went out and I got myself a couple little things from there. I wanted to get myself a crazy, ridiculous, uh, watch band for my Apple watch, but I didn't have, uh, they didn't have it in stock. And, uh, I don't, uh, I'm an instant gratification kind of guy. So it was, it was way too expensive um, but I had the credit. That was the only thing that's the only reason that would have made me get it is I had the credit, but since they're like, oh, you can order it online and they did offer to give me, uh, well, I'll, whatever, I'll tell you that it's they, I got a, a, a gray Apple watch and I wanted to get their space gray, uh, link. So it's like a, basically a link watch band for, for the watch, uh, 750 bucks, crazy ridiculous for it. And anyone who hates Apple, this just adds more fuel to the fire. But I was like, you know what? I, I like it. I like it. Uh, it is a little elitist, but I'm like, uh, you know what? And not only, you know, does it look really cool, but I, it's one of those things that I know that I will not be walking around with the same thing as everybody else. Cause you know, everybody else is way too smart to do that. Uh, not me though. I'm like, I want to walk around with something and go, there's knockoffs too online, but I, I, I'm not doing that. Homie don't play that. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I, uh, I went to get it, but I was like, you know, what? I'm not paying full price for this. I've actually gotten to a point where like, I know enough people at enough different places that I, I almost feel like a schmuck when I play when I play, pay too much money for something or pay full price. I should say, you always got to have a coupon code or a friend that, you know, somewhere. So 
Um, I bumped into my friend, uh, who works there and he was like, yeah, yeah I'll give you 10% off, but he was on his way out the door. So he just told the guy I was dealing with, he goes, yeah, yeah give him 10% off of it. If he, if he picks it up. So, um, the problem was they didn't have it in stock. So they're like, you can order it online. Uh, but of course if I order it online, I'm, I'm paying full price and you knock 10% off of a $750 watch band. Well, it's not, uh, it's not 750 bucks anymore. It's 75 bucks off. That's a big, uh, big deal. So they didn't have it in stock. And I think that was the universe's way of saying, you don't fucking need this, Josh. Um, so normally everyone knows my level of neuroses. I'd be like, no, I'll tell you what universe I will argue with the greater powers. But, uh, but I was like, all right, fair enough. I don't need this fucking, this watch band. The ones I got are good enough. You know, <laughs> there's people out there with real problems. That's the biggest problem I had was the disappointment of not having a fucking wristband that, that cost more than I could have bought two Apple watches for the price of this one fucking wristband. Uh, the non LTE ones. Anyways, anybody who knows what tech doesn't give a fuck about that stuff. So I ended up getting, um, a set of Apple ear pods. Uh, if anyone knows what those are, those are wireless earbuds. So just the earbuds, absolutely no wires in between them. They come in a little recharge case. Very cool. And I could talk more about those in a second. I also got myself a 4k Apple TV, even though I don't have a 4k TV, but I was like, eh, someday I might, and I don't want to go forking out another 250 bucks you know, uh, in the event that that happens. So got myself a new Apple TV, got myself some AirBuds, uh, the rest I just threw on an iTunes gift card. So I'm like, eh, I can uh, go ahead and rent some movies or whatever off of the, uh, the old Apple TV. I'm not a big movie purchaser. I don't watch enough of them to want to spend 20 or 30 bucks to watch it over and over again, but Hey, I'll fucking rent it. Right. Five bucks. Here you go. Watch this for a couple of days. Anyways. Um, so that's what I did Thursday night. I went out and I got myself some, uh, some stuff at the old Apple store. Um, they got a lot of cool stuff there. I mean, uh, nothing that stands out off the top of my head, but they're, they're carrying Bose products now, which I didn't know there. And I'm a big fan of Bose stuff. I got a reasonable amount of Bose, uh, stuff right now. I've got, uh, got some head noise canceling headphones. I've got, uh, some of their, uh, some of their earbuds. I got, uh, you know, noise canceling earbuds. It's as weird as that sounds. Um, they're wired. It's like a pair of wired noise canceling earbuds. Outstanding. Um, and of course, you know, like headphones and all sorts of stuff like that. I like Bose. I like Bose. Bose is a good brand. So Apple store is now carrying them as well. And I think there was another brand that they were carrying. Oh, they're carrying the, uh, Logitech ultimate ears, uh, speakers. So, uh, they're called UEs ultimate ears. Uh, they're, uh, they're a big player in the old wireless speaker, uh, market. Anyways, blah, 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 tech, tech talk. I had a good time about myself. Some, uh, some tech got to fuck around with it. See all the cool apps. If you guys have never played with an Apple TV, I would definitely suggest giving it a try. It's got Siri built right into the remote. Uh, again, a lot of you don't like Siri. Um, she's frustrating to a lot of Apple users a lot of the time, but when you know how to use her properly, she can be quite helpful. And she's actually very intuitive on the Apple TV. So you can actually just talk right into your remote. So instead of any other services like a uh, Chromecast or Roku or things like that, where you have to type in everything, uh, when you're doing searches or adding stuff, you can actually just talk into Siri and, uh, and dictate to her and she will, will read it as well as taking you over to whatever app you need. Um, Apple TVs also have an app store. So for example, it, it, it basically is a smart box that turns a TV into a smart box, but you can access iTunes, uh, you know, for movies and TV shows and things like that. You can access your, uh, your music. So if you're already an Apple user, you can, you can listen to whatever music that you have set up in your Apple, uh, account, I should say your iCloud account or your Apple ID account and, uh, and go right in there and listen to the same music that you've already got purchased. So you can stream the service off there. I think you can get Spotify as well, but it's not, uh, not as necessary due to the fact that you have Apple music built right into it and it's connected with your phone. Um, 
what else? Uh, app Store, so you can download new apps. There's lots and lots of really cool apps that are available in the App Store, so you can play games on it. So whereas, you know, the other boxes, as far as I know, I don't want to speak unintelligently, if that's a word, um, but you can actually get yourself some uh, cool apps on there like Crossy Road and Angry Birds and things like that. You can actually download apps. And because the Apple TV remote has a touchpad on it, you can actually play those games right on your TV. So that's kind of a cool little fun feature, as well as the fact that it has a, an AirPlay feature built into it, which means that any Apple device, so if I'm on my phone, tablet, MacBook, whatever it is, I can actually just click one button uh, and it will show what I'm seeing on that device on the television screen. So it mirrors it right away in the TV screen. So for example, some people like to watch, um, you know, streaming content off the internet from one of those, uh, I don't even know what to call them, but I'm going to call them what I know them as the illegal sites. So you're watching movies or TV shows off of an illegal site. You don't want to watch on your laptop or your tablet. You can just hit one button and now it's on your TV playing through your TV speakers or whatever audio is hooked up through that. So that's a very cool feature. They are more expensive than the, uh, the, the cheaper ones, which is by definition of the word more expensive, but you know what I'm saying? Like the Roku's and the Chromecast, those guys are cheaper. However, they miss a lot of the features that the Apple TV has. So very cool to have that. This is not a tech podcast by any means, but I got myself that. And then I got myself the AirPods, uh, wireless earbuds from Apple. These things were so fucking cool. I take them out of the box immediately. I just bring them near my phone and they pair. I enter a quick little code. I think I, I don't even know if I had to do that, but I touched them together right out of the box. They paired instantly with my phone. Easy peasy. The AirPods have a charge themselves, which have gone a few different, like gone for several hours. They're very comfortable. I wear them around the house. So I'm not bothering anybody with my stuff in the morning. Uh, oh shit. Sorry. Uh, backtracking very briefly. I just wanted to say that the podcast app is also on Apple TV. So if you want to listen to podcasts, like the one man podcast that you're listening to now, uh, that was also available on, uh, on the Apple TV. So you can listen to your music and you can listen to podcasts and other things like that right from the comfort of your television without having to carry something around and you get better audio because it's playing through your, uh, your TV system, whatever that may be. So again, back to AirPods. I, uh, I connected them to the phone, put them in my ears. I'm walking around the house. I don't bother anybody when I'm listening to my stuff in the morning. They're so small and lightweight. They actually fit in the ears quite comfortably. And the little caddy that they come in, um, I'll see if I can remember sometime this week to post a picture of them. If you haven't seen them already, I mean, you guys have the internet. You'll see actually way better pictures if you just Google them. But they come in this really cool, tiny, tiny little pod uh, that you can just throw in your pocket. And the pod itself uh, is a battery for them. So I remember when I first saw these things, I assumed that you just put the AirPods in them and that was like an adapter so you could plug a lightning cable in to charge them. I didn't realize the pod itself was actually a battery too. So... If you're listening to these throughout the course of the day, you can actually listen to them run their course of, I think, uh, about four or five hours of listening, stick them back in there and they will recharge quite quickly. I might add, I don't have the exact numbers cause I'm not a, a again, a tech review site or anything, but uh, you can pop them back in there and, uh, and they will charge quite quickly. I believe it's, it's, ah, fuck, you know what? I'm not even going to guess. All I know is that they, they charge infinitely quicker than they, than they, uh, expel their juice. So stick them back in there, put them in your pocket. Good to go again, right away, almost, um, to listen to them again. And then of course you can just put them back in the pod and charge the pod. You can actually charge the pod on its own without having the buds in it. So that's kind of a cool thing too. If you're using them, you can plug the pod back in so that you can snap them back to that. Anyways, um, they are quite expensive. Like a lot of truly wireless. There is absolutely no wires to these guys whatsoever. Um, but like true uh, wireless stuff, uh, it's pricey. So you're looking at a price tag of 219 here in Canada. And uh, I think in the States, it's 179 or 199. 
Um, regardless, very cool little uh, little buds, and I'm very very happy. With them, but I'm surprised at how good the sound is on them. Um, I think they sound better than the regular Apple earbuds, um, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, sorry for all the ums. I'm just trying to think if there's anything I've missed on them. Oh, they've got uh, they got a really neat feature. Um, if you put them in your ears and you're listening to music, if you remove one, like someone's talking to you or something, if you remove one, it pauses the music or whatever you're listening to. Uh, and then, you know, goes on. As soon as you put it back in your ear, it starts to resume again. Very, very cool feature. And if you just double tap on them, there's no buttons on them. Just a regular tap. They got a sensor of some kind. Double tap the thing. It brings up Siri or you can set other features. So you can have it so you double tap on the left one and it, uh, you know, skips tracks. Double tap on the right one. It brings up Siri or whatever you set it to. So it's very cool that there's some different features associated with these guys. Um, and I'm enjoying them. Sounds great. Super easy to carry. Um, I'm terrified I'm going to lose them. And I know that later this year, so again, I've got quite a lot of Apple tech. I did recently upgrade to the iPhone 8, if I mentioned that. Um, so it's got a glass back, which means that from the 8, uh, 8 and 10, they both are able to use the charging pads. So anywhere where there's a charging pad, you're able to lay your, your phone down on that and it will charge. Um, the Apple Watch also uh, uses like... Uh, you know, touch, touch technology for charging. Although a lot of charging pads don't have the correct, um, I guess, setup for it. And the AirPods have a little, uh, silver sort of connector on the back, which I don't think is the, actually, let me take a look here. It might just be the, the magnet for the thing when it opens. <laughs> I'm looking, sorry, I'm playing with it right now. Um, yeah, maybe I'm wrong. All I know is that these guys support wireless charging as well. So you can just touch them, like lay the, the little pod on this flat pad that Apple has coming out later this year. I think they call it the AirPad. Um, the idea is it can lay the pods, watch, phone right on top of this one pad and it will charge all of them. So uh, not available yet because I remember asking them for that at the Apple store. I go, oh, why don't you guys give me that pad? And they said, it's not coming out until later this year. So um, I'm excited to... to uh, <laughs> automize these very simple tasks. I can't wait to spend a lot of money to make them slightly easier and to just be able to stroke my tech ego cock. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that's what I did on Thursday. I blew some money on some cool Apple stuff and, uh, and I'm having fun with it. I'm having fun being a big kid playing with my toys. I also, uh, what did I do on Friday was my birthday and I got to kick things off by being at work uh, plowed through that like a fucking drone. And I have been off since I have not set foot in that place again since uh, Friday morning. So big thanks to my boss, Josh, who was kind enough to give me sort of a, a weekend off. And I feel like I've made the most of it. Um, I did, uh, I came home on Friday night after work, got set up to do the podcast with Jimmy and Mika, uh, my two closest friends in this entire world. Um, I have lots of close friends. I really do a lot of people that I'm very close with and I don't want anyone to feel um, left out by that. Because again, most of my podcast listeners are just close friends that I've connected with. You know, we, we lose touch and, and come back together periodically. And I'm glad you guys are out there and listen to it. And you know, I love you all very much. Um, but Jimmy and Mika, even though I, I don't see those guys as much as I'd like to, um, they have been there for, for just about goddamn everything. And, uh, and they are, uh, they're fun to get together with. I, I trust those guys. Like I, I can just be myself, uh, around them at all times and we only fight a little bit, <laughs> but, uh, I, I had them over. That was my, that was my make a wish for my birthday was to just maybe sit down and have a podcast with those guys. Um, we had a, we had a really fun talk. Um, it was fun for us. 
Now, this is something I want to say, and I know both of them are listeners to the podcast, so I mean no, uh, I mean no disrespect by saying this. I truly do not. I'm just trying to set proper expectations. Is Jimmy Mika are not comedians? They're also not in media or anything like that. So please know that most of my guests that I have on the show are used to conducting interviews, or used to you know doing formats and things like this. Um, a lot of our conversation initially is, you know, talking about like the early days of us being friends and how we first got to know each other. So I believe it's an interesting episode, but just know that there's a lot of like, I guess I don't want to say inside stuff, but they're, you know, they're referring to people and places and stuff like that, that are very specific to Ottawa or whatever. So it's not, uh, it's not exactly designed for, you know, international listenership. I don't expect my people in, uh, Cairo to know exactly these, these local, local people in local schools and local streets in the Ottawa area. But, uh, I had a great talk with them. We have some almost <laughs> almost get these guys in shit with their student. I'm even worried about how people will look at me after one of the stories that Jim and I tell. Um, but it's there and you guys know the nature of this podcast. We, we hold nothing back. And it's also from, you know, when we were 18, you know, give us a break. We're telling stories from 15 years ago. Fuck 15. Yeah. I wish 17 years ago. You know, so just, just know everybody was a different person half a life ago. I, I am excited for you guys to hear it. We didn't, we didn't even begin to scratch the surface of the, the men that they are now, but, uh, just, we, we were telling stories about, you know, when we were young and, you know, drink, you know, drinking and, and stupid shit we used to do in high school and stuff like that. And then of course, coming out of it and starting to, to, you know, work and get on our own our own places and stuff like that. So anyways, I will, uh, I'm excited for you guys to hear that. Uh, I'm looking forward to the feedback. Please send in some feedback on that because, uh, we don't talk about, you know, they're, they're meeting their significant others and anything like that since what they do now, like who they are now and, and shit like that. We haven't even gotten that stuff, but we were a uh, reasonable way into the podcast and, uh, and it had to end. So, um, if you guys enjoyed it, uh, it is coming out on Friday. So, uh, listen to it. Tell me what you liked, what you didn't like, and we will come back and we will tell more stories and, and things like that since, cause we have had so many adventures. And I think too, it was funny because it was a long week for all three of us. So as much as I would have had like to have sat down with a list of questions and sort of create some, some format to it, I think we just, we, we sort of told stories that came to mind and this and that. And, um, anyways, it was so much fun. I had a blast hanging out with my friends and just shooting the shit and telling old stories. So we did that. And then I think uh, Mika and Jim both both left for a bit. They had to go change and, and whatnot because they came right from work. And then uh, after that, we went out to uh, the cigar bar at the Hilton. And uh, it was interesting because we were sitting there talking and not, not at the cigar bar. I apologize. We're sitting at the table and we're trying to think, how is it legal? Because in Canada, it's got such strict non, like no smoking indoors rules. So we were like, how do they get away with having an indoor cigar bar? You know what I mean? Like what's the rule in that? So when we got there, um, it was a little crazy cause I've never had this happen before, but we actually had to wait for an hour to get into the place. So we sat out front, uh, drinking whiskey and, you know, just waiting to be called in effectively, like waiting for a table. Uh, and it was, um, we were sitting there just trying to discuss, we, we spoke to one guy. I got to give him a shout out. Eric was outstanding. He worked at the restaurant down there. It was actually up at the, uh, the bar cigar area, uh, giving him a hand because they were slammed. And he was actually giving us recommendations on different kinds of scotches, noses, flavors of these things. And, uh, it was really cool. He was such a cool dude. And he, you know, he was asking, so what are, what's the, what's the occasion? And I, you know, I said, mentioned it was my birthday. He actually bought me, uh, brought me over a scotch that was his personal favorite. So that was very, very kind of him. He wasn't even our server. Actually, he just came over to help us with scotches. So, um, 
I know what most people are saying, well, he's buying you a scotch, you can take care of him. I just want you to know that was a completely selfless act on his part because of the fact that he wasn't even our dude. He just came over to give us some stuff, was, uh, was a gentleman to me on my birthday. So thank you very much to Eric, who works at the Cigar Bar at the Hilton. I really do appreciate that. Um, so we, yeah, we, we sat up front, we shooting the shit, telling stories. At this point, I can't remember what stories we told in the podcast and what stories we were telling just sitting around. Uh, of course, Johnny, our friend Johnny uh, and Jimmy's brother was there as well. And uh, and Johnny joined us for that portion. If I had had a fourth mic, I probably would have had Johnny on the, on the podcast as well. But uh, Johnny, who, uh, just for anyone who's listening regularly, of course, we were at his wedding not too long ago at the Aquatopia uh, place, the greenhouse for sale or for rent or whatever it is. Um but yeah, so we, we were sitting there having good conversation. We finally got called into the cigar bar after an hour. Um, and it was great. Uh, we, we sat and we had, you know, more scotches, more drinks. I think Jimmy smoked what was called a, uh, short Churchill, uh, which was a $44 cigar, but it was smooth as shit. Uh, I think it was called that. He was either named after Winston Churchill or it was one of his favorite brands or something like that. So, uh, short Churchill was what Jimmy had. I can't even remember the, mon- the name of mine. It was, um. Musoka or um, Masuta, Masuta or Masuto, Masuto, something like that. Uh, cigar. It was very, very nice, uh, but full-bodied, very harsh smoke on that one. And I think Mika and Johnny both had Monte Cristos, I believe that they're called, or Monte Carlos. They were the uh, cigar of choice of uh, Fidel Castro, very famous cigar smoke in Mafaka. So um, that was a fun, uh, a fun night. Again, more stories, more just shooting the shit. Uh, it was late in the night because I don't think we got there until about ten thirty. 10 o'clock, maybe or 10 30. And, uh, it was quite, uh, like it was like 11 30 before we even got into the, the lounge or whatever. So it was a late night. Um, great time with the guys, just good stories, good fun. Um, very, very special night for me. Um, it was cool to just hang out with my buddies. Um, you know, Mika kindly got me this crazy expensive glass of, uh, of rum that I tried. And unfortunately I can't remember the name of it, but it was very, very nice. Um, just apparently it paired well with the cigar I was smoking. So after drinking a couple scotches, I had this, uh, very, very nice. I think it was not Bermuda rum. I think that was closer to the name, but, uh, anyways, I, I, I'll find out what it was and I'll share it some other time. It was great, great glass of rum. And, uh, and Jimmy picked up my tab for, uh, for my scotch and my cigar. So what a, what a wonderful set of friends I have again, what, no expectations of that. Just a, just a kindness on them. So, uh, thanks for, for, you know, Johnny, Jimmy, Mika, thanks for coming out and having a great night with me guys. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, Saturday, well, back to reality. Uh, <laughs> I had a, a good day. I, uh, I did what I usually do on the weekends. I took, uh, my mom out for some, uh, some running around some groceries. I can't remember. I think we went somewhere first thing in the day. Oh yeah. I went to, uh, went to Best Buy just to, just to poke around again, had some leftover credit from there from Christmas. And I just figured, ah, get myself some stuff. Couldn't find anything, everything I was looking for. I actually wanted to get, believe it or not, a second set of AirPods. I was so, that's how impressed with these things I was after two days of having them. I'm like, I'm going to lose one of these or eventually they're going to stop working. And I'm going to, I'm going to need another pair of these. I can't, uh, I can't not have them. Right. That's, that's, that's how smart I am. I, you know what? I wouldn't have done it if I didn't have credit, but part of me in the back of the head is like, I love these things. I don't want to lose them and not, not be able to, uh, to have them. So I uh, went out and I looked for more. They did not have them. Uh, they didn't have, uh, some, some Bose like wireless earbuds I was looking for. So I think I just blew a bunch of cash on, uh, on gift cards, just a bunch of different gift cards for, uh, what do you call it? The Xbox and PlayStation, which will come into play a little later on in the episode. But, uh, I went out and I got some stuff for, uh, for that. Went and I bought myself all the things that I need for my, 
you know, my regular weekly preppings of food, because that's still going well too. I might add got off the scale yesterday in the morning and I was 290. So kaboom. And I will, uh, I think I can talk a little bit more about that later on. Not that it's very necessary. All I know is that from 317 and point change on the scale, I think at the beginning of December, now late January, I am 27 pounds lighter. So that's a good thing. Uh, and I've already been toying around as you guys have heard with different people's suggestions of what diets and what dietary needs and all this stuff right now, I'm just going with simple, real food, not a lot of stuff. I did a full week last week, of course, of just chicken, sweet potato and broccoli, little bit of Italian dressing, a little bit of pepper, very little bit of olive oil just to cook the sweet potatoes. Um, and, and, and feeling good. The food doesn't taste like shit. I'm not unhappy when I eat, uh, I have had a couple cheats. I will say that at like one o'clock or one 30 in the morning, Jimmy and I did go to subway and, uh, now I had just, I had a 12 inch. I was so hungry. I, I think I'd skipped dinner. I'd skipped lunch that day because I was at work. So I think I just had one of the sweet potato chicken and broccoli meals throughout the whole course of the day. And, uh, of course, after a few glasses of booze and it's late at night, you start to feel a little hungry, a little peckish decision-making is not the greatest. And again, I don't mean to use that as a crutch cause I know I've said it before, but when you start drinking, you, you're not exactly, you know, you, I, at least for me, I, I throw caution to the wind a little bit. I was feeling hungry and I definitely had an excuse, right? It's my birthday. I'm up late. You know, Jimmy and I spent an extra 30 minutes together, just having a bite shooting the shit. So Went Subway, thought I was doing the smart thing by getting turkey breast and ham, right? On the lowest caloric bread that they have. Lots of veggies, very little bit of sauce. I just got the chipotle uh, sauce, which I know is basically mayonnaise and not a, lot of, not a lot of good stuff in that. I didn't think it was brutal how many calories I had until I put it into my fitness pal the next day. And it was, it was, it was crazy. It was crazy. I was over, I think I was way under my calories with my, with my, with my one meal. And, um, I, after putting it into my fitness pal, I had seen that I, uh, I had gone over my calories by about 1300. So that sandwich was like 2,500 calories, um, which seems a little crazy. I think maybe I'd had like a protein burst, but I looked at my calories. I was like 1300 over 1200 over, um, uh, my daily allowance or whatever. So it's like I'm on Jenny Craig, except I just eat whatever I want. And then it shames me later. So that was, uh, yeah, whatever. Long story short, back to the meal prep. Okay. That's, that's what I'm doing is I'm sticking with this good stuff. Uh, Saturday night, I came home with all my stuff and I, I started to prep as much as I could. Uh, I chopped up all the potatoes, got the chicken breasts ready, you know, chopped up all the, uh, the broccoli. And then, uh, it was the Ottawa senators playing the Toronto Maple Leafs and Jason and his girlfriend, Noreen had invited me out to join them at some point during the game at the Barley Mow in Maryville. Uh, to which I brought Kamar, my lovely roommate, uh, Kamar and I decided to go. Kamar actually just got a car and I can't remember what it is. I think he got a 2005 Pontiac Pursuit, which is effectively the G5. Uh, so he got himself a car. Now we shuffle cars in the driveway all the fucking time. It's beautiful. Uh, but good for him. He's mobile now. So I rode with him and his new whip. We went out to join Jason and Noreen and we, uh, we had some fun. We had a, a drink, watched the Sens, uh, blow a two goal lead and <laughs> within six minutes. So it was three, one Ottawa. And then it was four, three Toronto, six minutes later. 
So, uh, yeah, I, I'm so glad I don't give a shit about sports. I really don't like to, to see the look in Jason and Noreen's face when the Sens like just lost pathetically. I was like, I don't have, I go, I got enough of my own life to feel bad about as opposed to feeling sad that millionaires didn't win. You know what I mean? I'm sure those guys are really broken up while they're, you know, drinking booze and getting blown by strangers. Weird. Um, <laughs> Yeah, just sitting in a bar like, man, I can't believe we lost. I feel like such a loser with like a $200 bottle of booze in front of them and, you know, their penis in a stranger's mouth. That, that mouth has teeth. You don't know. You don't know what the brain is in that head, right? Chomp down on the thing. But again, that's also living the dream to an extent, depending on what your dreams are. The fact of the matter is <laughs> the losers, the ones who actually lost the game, they're doing just fine. The people who are paying money to wear their logo. That's always funny. You turn yourself into a billboard for the other team. You should get paid for that. I, my partners take care of me for advertising their product on this show. Um, and people are going out buying $200 jerseys, um, at the entry level to put on somebody else's logos and advertise for them. (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. They should pay you 50 bucks and say, Hey, can you wear this around? Sign this and wear this around for, uh, every single game. We'll give you this. We'll give you this for free. Yeah. I don't get the world. You guys know me. I don't get it. So anyways, after that, we played a couple of card games, we played Sushi Go again. Oh, what a fun, lovely little game. And then we played a game called Exploding Kittens, which I know Chris and my brother do not like, but I actually, after playing it, guys, it's not that bad. It's still, still, you know, simple. Uh, Chris can tell me what kind of mechanic that game uses. He's uh, Chris is my only email this week. Uh, he's got some recommendations and stuff like that as well, which I will share with you guys shortly. But uh, yeah, we played Exploding Kittens. I didn't feel like it was that bad. It wasn't a bad little play at the bar kind of game, um, which is kind of fun, actually. Like, it's nice to have these big board games and stuff that we're playing, but something small that you can pack up into a tin and, uh, you know, bring with you to the bar so you can sit and have your pints and and do something a little social. Lots of fun. Um, so we did that. And then I came home and that's when the real task began. I actually had to start prepping or not prepping, cooking my food for the week. So I was cooking two trays of sweet potatoes and, and my chicken and all that stuff and prepping it. I just, this time I'm starting to repeat myself a lot. Actually, I'm getting developing this little bit of a stutter or, you know, Jimmy two times and we get the papers, get the papers. Um, I, uh, I started to cook the food and this time I decided to, to, um, portion everything. So last time I just dumped everything into bowls in the fridge. And then I would portion everything out every single day into the containers. This time I just said, I'm going to do the whole thing at once. And that way I'm not opening and closing these, these bowls all the time. I don't know if that makes a difference for how quickly they spoil or whatever, but, um, you know, red, I know your husband's a chef. Tell me if it's smarter that I, I prepackaged everything into glass lock containers, uh, ahead of time. Anyway, I, um, I did that and I ended up being up to like three 30 in the morning doing that. Everyone in the house is sleeping. I'm downstairs cooking up a storm like it's a the shittiest food network <laughs> show ever so that's how i spent my saturday and uh on sunday i watched i didn't do my I, I did taxes like all day i'm still finishing up my 2016 taxes i need to get back into those and i remember that i watched this video about prebiotics um and i don't know i don't know about you guys I, I, I don't know if you know if you guys have ever heard this, not probiotics, but prebiotics. The whole video was from some doctor who said that there's like, you know, you basically have like a lot of gut flora and bacteria in there. And, uh, I'm going to oversimplify only cause I've got a bit of a time crunch that I'm dealing with right now, guys. But, um, cause it is uh, about quarter t- to two and I have to be at work at three, which means I gotta leave at two 30. So I got about 45 minutes to finish this, 
get dressed and, and go to work. Um, but I think, uh, there's a lot of new stuff that comes out, right? Like it, it's like, Oh, eat this kale's great for you. Oh, guess what? It makes your thyroid speed up. Um, eat this. Oh, guess what? It's got that. Like, you know, Hey, drink red wine. Oh, but it turns out the fruits and the sugars are way worse than that, that chemical in it. That that's good for your heart. You know, Hey, drink coffee. The caffeine's a toxin, but you know, it's good for your digestive tract and gives you this. Hey, caffeine is actually good for you in small doses because it does this and that. Like, it's so fucking hard to just find something that's good for you. You know what I mean? Like, Hey, can I just eat this? Is this good for me? Like broccoli, but you want like, I don't know. I, I, I'm not educated enough to really know. I, I really don't even think anybody is. I think people study one thing. They'll study one aspect of something and then they share the findings and they go, Hey, this is good for that. Then someone else studies another part and goes, actually, did you know how bad this part is for you? Like, it seems like everything is good for you and bad for you at the same time. So watching this video about prebiotics, um, it's basically talking about how the, the bacteria, the gut flora, intestinal flora that's in there that helps, um, you know, uh, basically pull the good things out of food and helps control cravings and stuff like that. It's actually, um, it actually communicates with your brain. There's a lot of big technical terms. I watched the video. I wasn't sitting here making notes so I can go into a big thing. And I apologize. Yes. As always, I am speaking without a ton of information because I am not a, a scientist or a doctor or even a good reviewer of things, but, uh, I'm just good at telling you what I think right here, right now with the limited in information that I retained, but, uh, effectively there's actually bacteria that connect with like your neural network and tell you what to eat and what not to eat. And so it's actually gives you cravings for like good foods and stuff like that. The problem is, is that there's so much shit that we eat. So for example, um, tomatoes are bad for you. That's what this video said. Tomatoes actually have a thing in them because plants, um, are not mobile, right? That's not anything. I, I'm, I'm hoping no one's actually just learning that from me right in this moment. We all know plants are not mobile. So they have to come up with, uh, evolutionary tactics of protecting themselves from being eaten. So there's actually, um, it's not pectin because pectin is a, like a jelly kind of thing. Um, there's something in le lecithin or something like that, whatever. Um, I'll, I'll fucking look it up and, uh, and, and correct myself later. Um, but anyways, there's something in them that actually, when, when like a bug will bite them, it will die almost instantaneously. Like grasshoppers will bite them and these things. So it's basically like, it's like a poison that the, um, you know, plant creates that, that protects it. So when it's, when it's bitten or eaten, the, the attacker will die. Um, beans also carry this in them and same as, same as cashews. And I think peanuts for men, um, there's a, there's a, something really bad for men to eat peanuts. But anyways, they had like four foods that are, are, you know, told to us that they're good when in fact they're not, um, uh, beans have this, uh, in them, uh, tomatoes, uh, cashews of all nuts. So almonds much better, but cashews and peanuts, um, have them. And the idea is it, it also, it kills like, uh, it kills a lot of this gut flora that you have in there. And there's also bad flora bacteria in your intestines as well. And that's the stuff that makes you crave the sweets and junk and all the shit that it needs to thrive. Effectively, the gut flora is in your stomach, according to this video from a very recognizable doctor, apparently whose name I don't remember. Um, but you can Google it. You can Google the fucking prebiotic video. I'm sure you'll find it on YouTube almost instantaneously. Uh, this guy's very accomplished as a Yale, you know, from Yale graduate. He's done commencement speeches. He's worked with Tony Robbins. Um, 
the the idea is that that's there's enough legitimacy to him that you can at least pay attention to what he's saying as opposed to it being like those videos where I guess what Doctor Oz says I don't know something stupid for TV, um, but uh, this guy's on there and he's he's looking you know he's talking about all the different gut flora so the good gut gut flora wants you to take you know um, uh, eat vegetables eat the things that are good for you sends messages to your brain for those things but when you eat the bad shit it it kills them and lets the uh, the bad, the bad flora take over and send messages to your brain. Like, yeah, more sugar, more salt, more cakes, more, more crap that it needs to thrive. And it sends the messages to your brain to continue. So when it's voice is louder, uh, again, it's interesting to watch. It was like a 40 minute thing. Um, but effectively what it's saying as uh, another thing that kills your, your, uh, gut flora almost instantaneously like a like a forest fire is splenda so apparently like all your good gut flora splenda you drink something with splenda that's another one of those things that like we're told is good that is not it actually like kills all of the stuff in your system that helps regulate the you know the intake of good food bad food all this stuff uh how to burn fat and whatnot and it was basically saying that when 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 either flora takes over um you know has dominance in your body it uh it effectively spreads to other parts of your body. So when the bad flora is, you know, running rampant, it spreads to other parts of your body, causing diabetes and things like that too. Um, you know, and, and fattiness and stuff like that. So whatever, after watching this long video, I, I'm, I'm sure I've completely lost you guys at this point. Um, he was saying that a good way to, to keep the good flora going on is a, to avoid the four bad things, peanuts, cashews, beans, tomatoes, like I said, all the nuts ones and the, the Splenda stay the fuck away from Splenda. It was saying basically, cause it kills, uh, all like the floor, almost all the flora in like one go. Um, and they were saying that things that are good for you that people actually say that are not is uh, coffee is one of them. So black coffee is very good for you. Um, the, uh, dark chocolate, anything 70% cocoa above. I remember that statistic, uh, is good for you in, uh, you know, small amounts. It actually helps, um, you know, uh, blood flow and, and things like that in your body. Uh, and I can't remember what the other ones are. Again, I'll, I'll, if anyone's interested here, this is how I figure this shit out, guys. I talk for it a bit, a bit but I really don't go too, too deep into it. Cause I don't know your level of investment. So if this is something of any interest at all, then I will spend the time, but I need to know contact at one man and just say, Hey, I, I wouldn't mind knowing a little bit more about that. If you feel like looking it up and I will be happy to delve deeper. Cause I know that somebody out there is invested in hearing it anyways, as it stands right now, at the end of the video, they're trying to sell you on prebiotics. And of course, Nobody takes the time to make a video or anything like that unless there's something to be sold or money to be made, right? So obviously I'm waiting for the pitch. I'm watching all this stuff. Makes a lot of sense. It isn't too razzmatazzed. It is a lot of fact and information based. Um, as this video goes on, there's a little, you know, um, numerical asterisks is basically uh, a bibliography of referencing points where this information that he's saying is actually coming from as opposed to just some wacky over the top, uh, you know, video. So, uh, they're trying to sell you prebiotics at the end as because prebiotics are effectively, instead of feeding yourself something, you're feeding the, uh, good flora in your stomach so that it can thrive and start sending, you know, proper cravings and, and desires and things like that for the good food in your system, as well as taking care and, and managing the intake of what you are bringing in. So the whole idea is feed the shit in there that helps feed you the good stuff. So, um, I watched that's interesting. I, uh, I think I'm going to be on the lookout for some prebiotic stuff. You can find uh, prebiotics in places like Cardish and natural food pantry and stuff like that. I'm sure it, every city has its own natural place. Um, I am going to be looking at maybe getting some of this and just seeing how I feel. Cause a lot of people, um, were saying that you will feel a difference within seven days. So it's not like one of those after six months, it was like seven days, but apparently you can buy pre prebiotics, not probiotics. Um, someone's like, why the fuck is he pronouncing the I as E it's pre P R E biotics. 
Um, you can actually find them at uh, natural places or online for like 30 bucks a bottle. The spot that I was looking at was trying to sell it for 80. That was the video. So, um, either way I'm, I'm thinking of giving that a try and see if it helps out while I'm doing still the eating well, I'm not looking to just take a powder and, and think everything's gonna be fine. Um, but yeah, so that very lengthy explanation later, um, I'm, I'm interested in learning more about that because it was the first time I had heard of that. I I'd heard of the gut flora before. You know what I mean? I wasn't, uh, that wasn't news to me, but the whole idea of nourishing it and how it takes over and how there's bad flora as well, that, uh, essentially sends you desires and, and cravings for the stuff that feeds it as opposed to the stuff that's supposed to feed you. And having said that, I will move into, uh, into the final stage of last week, which was that, uh, I, I was telling you guys, I had a job interview. Um, and that was yesterday on Monday, uh, you know, or two days ago when you guys are hearing this, um, and it went well. Um, they, for all, you know, I don't want to jinx it, but all the body language and even the, f the fact that the guy was like, you know, Hey, I'll uh, send this paperwork in and we'll let you know when you can start. Um, basically made me feel, and the fact that he was showing me the commission grids and everything like that afterwards, um, gave me the impression that it went well, they're going to offer me the job. So, um, knock on wood, I don't want to jinx it, but it would appear that I have a new job. So again, I will tell you guys what that is. The second the ink is dry, I feel like everything beforehand is a jinx, but that went well. I'm looking forward to being there as opposed to the source. There's certainly, um, we don't sell batteries, uh, at the new place. So that's awesome. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, still, they're very cool about having me. They, they said they're really just looking for part-time. Um, you know, it's at a great location. It's so close to home. I can walk in the summertime. And uh, and with my new earbuds, my AirPods, oh, oh man, that's going to be a lovely little walk. So uh, about an hour or so, I'm really looking forward to that. And I'll give you a little hint. It's in a grocery store. Mm hmm. Um, yeah, I'm going to be the new manager of produce. No, uh, <laughs> I've just been so eager to get to learn and Mika always giving me shit for not knowing anything. I figure if I'm going to be talking about vegetables, I better get down and dirty with them. Let me get close. How do I get close to them? Managing produce, right? I'm going to be their fucking boss. Uh, <laughs> listen here, lettuce. All right. You got no fucking calories. You're full of water. All right. You got a lot of water weight. I'm going to fat shame the round vegetables, but you see the fucking pumpkins over there, orange seedy motherfuckers. And they're like, but I'm big boy. Shut your fucking mouth. You work that goddamn weight off pumpkin, you fat fuck, you know, anyways, you can't make fun of the big fat eggplants. Cause that's a hate crime, right? The dark ones, you know, and I'm just, <laughs> I make fun of the pumpkin. Cause it looks like Trump big orange fucking thing, right? It's always got opinions about the other lettuce, right? Thinks it's hot shit comes out once a year for its special day. Anyways, <laughs> the pageantry of produce, <laughs> um, Anyways, yeah, so it's going to be in a, in a grocery store. So it makes it close. Like, I don't have to actually make special trips out to buy shit. I can actually just do a little shopping before I head home at the end of the day, too. You know what I mean? I'm, uh, I think that's fucking awesome. I can never forget to get something. Ah, oh, things are looking up, guys, right? Who, what woman doesn't want a guy who works in a grocery store, huh? Jesus Christ. It's almost like that's been the hackiest reference of a shit job for the last 50 years. Um, so did the job interview. I had, a, I had a buddy come over, uh, yesterday, uh, alias from the source. I'll, I'll listen. I got to say, I love everybody I work with. It isn't the people. It's just the fucking store and the location. It's not even the customer's fault. It's just, I'm, I'm unhappy there. And so with any, with, with, with any luck, this is the, the end of that chapter. But again, I just want everyone to know, I'd, I'd love the people so much so that, uh, Elias, my buddy at work, um, came over yesterday and it was, uh, this is the thing we, him and I were talking about movies a few weeks back maybe even a month or so back. And, uh, he was just talking about some of his favorite movies and he's not one of those, like he's a young guy, but he's not one of those kids. Who's like, I only watch movies that were made in the last 10 years. You know what I mean? Like his idea of like, 
Jesus, I'm trying to think of like a, a, a thought provoking classic movie. He'd be like Avatar or something. I don't know. But uh, Elias and I were chatting and he had mentioned that he had never seen the movie Goodfellas. And anyone who's ever seen that movie knows like what a crime to have not. It's one of the most classic movies. I remember when we were kids, um, Animaniacs being a show and they had that, that segment called Good Feathers. And it was the three pigeons and effectively it was the three pigeons acting like good fellas. You know, they would make fun of that. I mean, what do you mean? I'm funny. What are you saying? I'm talking like I'm this, like I'm that I'm, I'm, I'm like here. I'm like a clown. I'm here to amuse you. I'm here to fucking amuse you. What's so funny about me? Obviously they didn't swear in animaniacs, but that's from an iconic scene in fucking good fellas. I mean, that movie has been spoofed and referenced and whatever so many times it is such a huge part of pop culture so when Elias said he hadn't seen it i'm like dude you're, you're gonna come over when i watch this so we've been a few weeks trying to make that work and uh, and yesterday it did amidst a horrible horrible snowfall he uh he made the trek we came out watch goodfellas he thoroughly enjoyed it and uh you know so that was a lot of fun i just love that fucking movie it's been uh you know a reasonable amount of time since i've watched it start to finish but what a great fucking movie start to finish one of martin scorsese's best uh, several times since he has tried to replicate it and gotten close, but I think Goodfellas is definitely one of his masterpieces. Um, so for anyone listening who has not seen Goodfellas, I'm not going to say a goddamn thing about it. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's Mika's texting here. So this is a funny thing. Um, Mika's texting right now, uh, about, uh, about yoga. So that's what he left to do on, on, on Friday night. We would have all just gone straight to the, the cigar bar, but, uh, Mika had to go to yoga and that's, uh, that's absolutely fine. Um, I think yoga is great. We, uh, we actually had a big conversation with that. He was like, I, I guess none of them had known. This was a funny thing. I'd lost like 50 pounds a few years ago. And one of the things that I was doing was, uh, going to yoga almost every single morning. And, uh, and then I would walk to the same grocery store that I'm referring to, uh, my interview yesterday, I would walk all the way there to get fresh food almost every day. And then I'd make proper food and watch my calories and everything. And I lost 50 pounds in three months. So, um, unfortunately I don't have the time to go and do walk and do walk to my yoga place and then do, you know, an hour yoga class and then shower and walk back and then walk for an hour to the grocery store, come back and prep for an hour. Like I don't have five, six hours a day of free time when I was just a comedian, I had time to do that. But, um. Anyways, Mika was like, yeah, if you guys want to come, you know, do this thing, I'd uh, love to have you. That's the, the message I'm getting now. Um, so he's doing, he's doing hot yoga too. And it seems like he's enjoying it. And, uh, I too, uh, am looking to get back into it. Of course, I mentioned that my partners at DK had sent me a book, uh, about yin yoga, which is a great yoga, very mindful and, uh, relaxing, blah, 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 not to get too far off topic. Anyways, as I was saying, good fellas, if any of my listeners have not heard, uh, or seen good fellas, watch it. Super fucking good movie. Uh, I, one of my favorites of all time, if I'm not mistaken, if you have 10 movies on your shelf, one of them should be good fellas. Just, just a good way to tell a story and everything like that. Um, so watch that, uh, Simon, my roommate, uh, how many roommates do you have, Josh? I have three. There's four of us living in this house, Jason, Simon, Kamar. And, uh, Simon yesterday, uh, was looking for an opportunity this weekend, but he was busy working everything. He wanted to do something for, uh, for my birthday as well. So he purchased uh, Chinese food for us. And, uh, and that was really, really outstanding and kind. So he, uh, he bought a giant meal. We had, uh, we sat down, uh, Jason wasn't here, but, uh, Kamar, myself and Simon sat down, had a nice meal, big uh, shout out to Simon and, and grateful, grateful gratitude for that. Um, I appreciate that buddy. We had a good time. And then I, uh, and then I sat down and I played one of the games that I bought on, uh, the PlayStation for PlayStation VR. I played a game called Dino Frontier. Um, so a virtual reality game, adorable, very cute game. 
you basically are uh, a frontiersman. It's it's like Age of Empires, Command and Conquer, uh, you know, Warcraft, not World of Warcraft, but like the old Warcraft, Starcraft game. So it's basically you're building buildings and gathering resources. But you're old frontiers people, but there's dinosaurs out in the, the wilderness. And you actually start to, to, you know, capture dinosaurs and train them. And then they become, you know, like it's like basically using horse and cattle, only they're dinosaurs. Um, it was so much fun. I, I easily blew two hours playing that game without even blinking. Uh, had a great time. I would certainly suggest Googling it called Dino Frontier. It is only available on PlayStation VR, as far as I know. Uh, didn't really give me a single player non-VR option to play it, but uh, so much fun. Guys, virtual reality. You got all these little dudes walking around in front of you. You're tilting your head, looking around at them. It was great. I had a great time playing that game. Um, so much fun. So much fun. Just little dudes building buildings. You get to pick things up and you're hammering away with your hands. You got to use the move controllers for it. But uh, great game. If you're looking for something fun, just a cheap little laugh, definitely Google uh, or YouTube Dino Frontier and you'll see what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Ah, sorry, a little wet the whistle there. Um, and yeah, and then with that, I, uh, you know, I went to bed and, uh, and got up this morning and here I am. I had a great week. Guys, a lot of fun with a lot of good people. Got to, got some new toys, you know. Uh, got some, some hope and some prospect for work that I might enjoy more going forward. I'm really excited about that and I'll share more as I have more. Um, as I mentioned overall, the weight loss is going good. Uh, I can't really attribute it to much, but, but then just eating less. There's lots of fucking cravings. Um, just in the sense that like, I'm, I'm, I, I don't feel myself crazy hungry all the time, but I, I am getting that old I'm bored. So maybe I'll eat something. And it's just about, you know, chugging a glass of water in that time and just trying to find something to distract myself. Um, because while I always have tons of work to do, it is hard for me to prioritize. So, um, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to keep myself busy. You know what I mean? And, uh, and seeing those numbers coming off the scale works obviously with eating a bunch of Chinese food last night, I was one or sorry, two ninety one this morning. Um, so, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to be a good boy and, uh, and just stick to the stuff. The birthday weekend, if you will, is over. So that's not, uh, I don't have that enabling factor anymore. Got to go back to the willpower and be, uh, you know what I like to say? A good bitch. I gotta be a good bitch for a little while. So, um, thank you everyone who made the, uh, the birthday so amazing. Thank you everyone for all your kind wishes and everything like that. Um, I look forward to, to sharing more uh, positive shit with you guys. Um, I have to take my Christmas tree down. It's still up. And today is the 23rd, of course, 24th. When you guys are hearing this, I would, I would wager that when you guys are listening to this, the tree will still be up. I have time. I might try to take it down tonight. So I'm hoping that that will be incorrect information, but there's a good chance that tomorrow the, the tree will still be up. So I got to get a little bit of spare time to, to get that down. Um, I wonder how long, do any of you guys still have your trees up? Can anyone just message me and be like, look, we've been busy. The fucking tree's still up. I just don't want to feel like I'm the only person who hasn't done it. Everything in my life has been more important to me than taking that fucking tree down. In fact, the top, top portion of the tree, uh, near the end, the lights were dead. So after all that work I went to do replacing the bulbs, the, the top part of the tree died and I'm not restringing that fucking thing. I think I've had it for four or five years. I, I think I might just take all the ornaments off it and then chuck the tree which will be funny to see the tree laying out front of the house, like garbage week, January 27th kind of thing. I think that'd be pretty funny, but, um, yeah, maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll just chalk the tree out front for the, the trash and I'll take a picture and post it on Instagram. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know. That's, that's what I'm doing down. I gotta, I gotta take the tree down. That's the only thing I'm, I'm looking forward to too. I'm, uh, <laughs> it's, 
it's funny. Whatever. I'm, I'm having fun guys. I'm, uh, I'm, I've got a smile on my face. I hope that the, the higher energy of doing this during the day. And of course, just the, uh, the feeling good, the feeling good is translating to a, a good listenable podcast for you this week. And with that said, we are going to go into the sponsor section of the show with my partners at portablepress.com. As always, Uncle John's Bathroom Raider. And uh, because of the fact that I have been talking about video games and I've, I've been spending some money on games, which of course I have no time to play, um, I thought I'd uh, read an article about them. Just about that. It's from Uncle John's Awe-Inspiring Bathroom Raider. Awe spelled A-A-H. Because of the relief of having a poopies. Um... And the the article I'm reading is called the world's first video game, which I found very, very interesting. And the article reads, ever heard of William uh, Higginbotham? He's the guy who invented the world's first video game, but he never made a cent off his invention and hardly anyone has ever heard of him. Uncle John thinks it's time he got the credit he deserves. Howdy neighbor is the first section. How would you feel if a nuclear reactor came online just down the street from your house? Would knowing that it was just a small reactor dedic- uh, dedicated to finding peaceful uses of for atomic energy make you feel any better? That's what happened in 1950 at the Brookhaven National Laboratory in Long Island, New York. Despite all, uh, all of its public assurances, local residents were visibly concerned about the potential dangers of the new plant. On the new facility, or sorry, on... Uh, One way the facility tried to ease public fears was by hosting an annual visitor's day so that members of the community could, could look around and see for themselves what kind of projects the scientists were working on. There were cardboard displays with blinking lights to look at Geiger counters and electronic circuits to fiddle with and dozens of black and white photos that explained the different research projects underway at the lab. In other words, visitor's day was pretty boring. Something to do. Uh, 1958, a Brookhaven physicist named William Higginbotham decided to do something about it. Years earlier, Higginbotham had designed the timing device used to detonate the first atomic bomb. Now he set his mind to coming up with something interesting for visitors day. I knew from past visitors days that people were not much interested in static exhibits. He remembered. So that year I came up with an idea for a hands-on display, uh, follow the bouncing ball. Looking around the labs, Higginbotham found an electric, sorry, electronic testing device called an oscilloscope, which had as a cathode ray tube display similar to a TV picture tube. He also found an old analog computer, modern computers are digital, not analog, uh, that he could hook up to an oscilloscope in such a way that a ball of light would bounce randomly around the screen. He found, or sorry, we found Higginbotham remembered that we could make a game, which would have a bouncing ball back and forth, sort of like a tennis game viewed from the side. The game he came up with looked like this. And there's a picture here. So instead of it looking like Pong, where it's two paddles on the outside and it's going back and forth, what this is is picture a a capital T, flip it upside down so it looks like a ping pong table, and then a ball bouncing over top of the the bottom portion of the T. Two people played against one another using control boxes that had a serve button that hit the ball over the net and a control knob that adjusted how high the ball was hit. And just as in real tennis, if you hit the ball into the net, it bounced back at you. Best of show. It took Higginbotham two hours to drop the schematic diagram for tennis for two, as he called it, and two weeks of tinkering to get it to work. When visitor's day came around and Higginbotham put it on a table with a bunch of other electrical equipment, it only took the visitors about five minutes to find it. Soon hundreds of people were crowding around it, some standing in line for more than an hour for a chance to play the game for a minute or two. They didn't learn much about the peaceful applications of nuclear energy... (laughs) that visitors day in 1958, but they sure had fun playing that game. Higginbotham didn't have an inkling as to the significance of what he'd done. 
It never occurred to me that I was doing anything very exciting, he remembered. The long line of people I thought wasn't because this was so great, but because all the rest of the things were so dull. Game over. So what happened to Higginbotham's video tennis game? He improved it for Visitor's Day 1959, letting people play tennis for two in Earth gravity or low gravity like on the moon or very high gravity like found on Jupiter. Uh, then when Visitor's Day was over, he took the video game apart and put the pieces away. He never brought them out again, never built another video game and never patented his idea. Willie Higginbotham would probably be completely forgotten today if it were not for a lawsuit. When video game... Uh, began t taking off in the early 1970s, Magnavox and some other early manufacturers began fighting in court over which one of them had invented the video, or sorry, had invented the games. A patent lawyer for one of Magnavox's competitors eventually learned of Higginbotham's story and brought the great man into court to prove that he, not Magnavox, was the true father of the video game. Ouch. In 2001, Americans spent more on video game systems and software, 9.4 billion, than they did going to the movies, 8.35 billion. What did Higginbotham, who died in 1994, have to show for it? Nothing. He never made a penny off his invention. Uh, not that he could have. He worked for a government laboratory when he, was, when he invented the game. So even if he had patented the idea, the U.S. government would have owned the patent. My kids complain about this, he joked. And I keep saying, kids, no matter what, I wouldn't have made any money. Uh, and then it says here, for more information about the history of video games, follow the bouncing ball to page 180 for Let's Play Spaceware. Or, sorry, Let's Play Space War. So I'm going to leave that right out there to you guys. If you guys want me to read this article next week and continue on with this particular piece of uh, trivia information, uh, one man pod, sorry, contact at onemanpodcast.com. Message me and just say, hey, I uh, would like to hear it or, or nope, something different. Um, at the bottom of this page, we have uh, something called seeing things, just a little uh, paragraph here that they have on a different subject. But uh, since I may never get back to this, I will uh, read it here as well. Uh, dolphins sometimes play chase in long lines, like people doing a snake dance or snap the whip. Sailors seeing this long line of something moving in the water have sometimes reported seeing huge sea serpents. So there's just another little piece of information there. And of course, the three running feet at the bottom of this article, uh, at the bottom of every page in one of Uncle John's books, they have little pieces of trivia. It says bipolar. Nevada is the only state that allows casino gambling, but has outlawed lotteries. Number two, it's easy to spot someone with hexadectalism. Uh, I probably said that wrong. Hexadectalism, H-E-X-A-D-E-C-T-Y-L-I-S-M. Uh, six fingers on one hand or six toes on one foot. And finally, seeing is believing. Frogs use their eyeballs to push food down their throat. Gross. But true, and that, my friends, was, of course, Uncle John's Bathroom Raider. Oh, my partners at PortablePress.com from the awe-inspiring Bathroom Raider. And, of course, as always, I have other sponsors, Absolute Comedy and Summersby. I will take a moment now for you to kindly enjoy their promos. Absolute Comedy is the best live stand-up comedy from across North America with locations in Kingston, Toronto, and Ottawa, Ontario. These comedians have been featured on Just for Laughs, Netflix, Comedy Central, CBC's The Debaters, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Conan, The Comedy Network, and much, much more. Go to absolutecomedy.ca to see this week's lineup. Planning a night out is easy with dinner and show packages available at all locations. Live comedy is a great choice if you're organizing a celebration, fundraiser, company outing, or corporate event. Want the show brought to you? They'll send comedians to your venue with performances tailored to your event, creating a night of laughs your guests will love and won't soon forget. So for showtimes, ticket prices, gift certificates, special shows, and more, head to absolutecomedy.ca. Again, that's absolutecomedy.ca for the best live stand-up comedy from across North America. 
The sun gives life to the orchard. The orchard gives life to the apple. The apple gives life to Summersby. Summersby is a delicious sweet taste of sunshine imported across the ocean all the way from Denmark. The people in Denmark are smarter, and so are you, if you drink Summersby. <laughs> With flavors like apple, blackberry, pear, elderflower lime, red rhubarb, and a taste as regal as this fake accent, there's something for everyone to enjoy. And now, you can try them all in the Summersby Mixer Pack, available wherever fine beverages are sold. So go on, and try for yourself the crisp, refreshing taste of Summersby. Ah, your taste buds deserve it. Please drink resplendently. Oh, I miss me some Summersby. I was actually talking myself into having a summer's bee last night, but I didn't do it trying to keep the calories off and especially the sweet stuff very late at night. I, uh, I haven't had a summer's bee in some time now, but uh, I miss it. Oh God, it's good. Drink one for me guys. Raise a glass of that sweet, sweet nectar and enjoy it. All of you small in shape people enjoy that shit. And, uh, and finally my other partners whom I apologize for the busy week. I did not have a chance to read one of their books yet. And, uh, I'm not going to half-ass my way through it because they are amazing guys. I came home from work on Friday before the podcast and what was waiting for me, an amazing book from my partners at DK, uh, Chris, who is my contact at DK, um, he, uh, he's, I, I was talking with him and I was just mentioning to him that I'm getting into scotches and I couldn't wait to, you know, I was going to go out for my friends for my birthday and have a, have a scotch and have a, you know, a cigar. He had actually sent me a, a book, uh, called from by Michael Jackson, who is not the, the dead pop star. He is the dead scotch authority. Apparently the world's leading scotch authority. He has passed away. I think he was passed away in 2007, but, uh, this guy has a book by DK just called whiskey, uh, with the EY and it's all about, you know, scotches, bourbons, um, all sorts of things like that. Uh, amazing. This is a fucking amazing book. And, uh, again, I always feel crass swearing for emphasis, of course, because they're such a classy company, but, uh, I, uh, I love this book come home. Nice message in it. They thought of me, he he heard me talking about that and sent me a wonderful birthday gift. So I cannot wait to read it. I was just flipping through it. And guys, as always, this book has beautiful imagery, tons of information. I cannot wait to read it. And, uh, just a little side note, actually, my good friend, Dave, who I talk about often here on the podcast also purchased me, um, a book from DK. He bought me it for my birthday. He bought Michael Jackson, same dude, uh, the complete guide to single malt scotch. So I have a great book about whiskey. And then I have a great book. That's just about the single malt scotches, both by DK, both amazing books, both authored by Michael Jackson, of course, the authority on, uh, on whiskeys. So these are two great books. I cannot wait to, to stick my nose in them and, uh, and just, and of course develop my alcohol problem. Um, <laughs> but I'm excited for that. So thank you so much, DK in the, uh, they sent me some great books. I've already talked about them. The in yoga, the, the medical symptoms, the, how to deal with stress. I've also trying to purchase, uh, their success book. They have a great uh, book on success. Um, they also have another one. I wish I'd seen it cause I would have asked Chris to send it to me. Um, they have a, a great book about like easy meal preps. And it's so funny because the first, the picture in the easy meal prep book is chicken, sweet potato and broccoli. Exactly what I've been doing without even seeing that. So obviously to me, that was a huge omen that I'm going to need this book. So, uh, can't wait to, to do that. 
I want to take a look at that one too. So I'm going to, I'm going to pick one of those books this week and, and have a peek at it and, and share some of the stuff with you guys in the next episode. But for now, obviously I just want to shout out that I have great, great partners uh, at DK. Um, I love everything they do. And, uh, and obviously they're, they're invested in, you know, like I said, they love being partners of the podcast. They share what I do and, uh, and have even, uh, you know, like I said, uh, shown me a kindness on my birthday. So, uh, outstanding. Thank you so much, everybody at DK. You guys are amazing. Of course, DK stands for Dorling Kindersley for anyone's wondering, not Donkey Kong, but, uh, I do get that occasionally. I got great partners with DK and they go Donkey Kong. So, um, so that's, that's it for the sponsors portion. Um, just mad, mad love, uh, to all of my partners, of course, um, coming up this week, um, nothing but, uh, but work. And I'm going to start focusing on, on some stand up and some other stuff. I do have taxes that I have to do. So I got to devote a reasonable amount of my spare time to taxes, but I'm going to break it up by doing some, uh, some reading of course. And, uh, I still haven't hit the gym yet guys. I really haven't. I, I wanted to, um, but with the weather being so bad a few times, I was just like, you know what? It's going to take me twice as long to get there twice as long to get back. Um, we all have good ways of making excuses for not going to the gym, but effectively I was just like, no, I, I gotta, I, I really have to, uh, to, to call it on these ones here because I, I have so much other shit that requires my time, but I'm doing great with the eating or whatever. The numbers are still coming off the scale. They'll come off faster when I start doing the other stuff as well. So, um, just, I'm just not trying to make excuses. I'm not trying to enable anybody else who might be having a tough time with it either. Just, just that's, that's something I'm going to be working on this week. I'm, I'm looking to get to the gym as well, and we'll start seeing even more results even faster when I start burning extra calories on top of, of bringing in better ones. So, um, having said that this week, guys, the first thing of note that I can mention is look out for Friday, Friday, my episode with Jimmy and Mika comes out. I hope you guys enjoy it. I'm looking forward to some feedback. So this is the first time I've sat down with somebody who, who, or, or a couple of guys. First off, it's my first three person interview. All right. So we got three mics out. We got three, three voices are going at the same time. I'd love to get some feedback on that episode and let me know if you guys enjoyed us just telling stories. And if you'd like to hear more, um, if you'd like me to have more guests outside of the whole comedy vein, um, and things like that. Obviously I'd like to inter interview anybody of note, of course, but, uh, but just for fun, you know, I, I wanted to have my two best friends on it. That was an important episode to me and I, I enjoyed it. The three of us had a great time. I hope that it's fun for you guys, but either way, listen on Friday. Um, but as I said before, with no disrespect for my friends, just know that, um, it does start off. I don't want to say it starts off slow. It just starts off with a lot of references that, that mean more to us than they do to anyone else. Um, but we tell stories, let me know what you think. I look forward to you guys hearing that and I hope that you enjoy um, also on Saturday, this coming Saturday, I've actually for a kick in the pants for my stand up, I've actually started a, uh, a little bit of a writer's group with some people who are, uh, I think that have great energy who are good people. Um, you know, I've got, uh, a few listeners to the podcast that, that will be there and be a part of that. So I'm looking forward to having them there. And, uh, and we'll see how it goes. I, uh, I got each one of them a joke book too. I bought them each a hardbound little joke book for them to, to keep in and hopefully keep them writing ideas down and stuff like that. We've even got uh, one of my listeners, Vanessa, not red, but, uh, but a different Vanessa, the one who was, uh, you know, put me in touch with my doctor and everything like that. She's looking to start stand up comedy and, uh, and we've been chatting a little bit. She came up to, uh, to my show last week at absolute comedy. Uh, I think it was last week. Um, but, but regardless, we, um, we got to chat yeah, of course it was last. Yeah. It was last week that she came out cause I was out so goddamn late. <laughs> I didn't get the podcast recorded until late. Um, so yeah, we chatted and, uh, and I thought, why not invite her to be a part of a group? Cause we've got, uh, rather than it being a bunch of established comedians, 
um, who've been doing it for a long time. It's more about, you know, um, I'm, I'm basically, it's a, it's a win-win. I'm looking to be able to help them with some of the experiences that I've had in standup while at the same time, I'm actually looking to mine from them some of that, uh, new comic enthusiasm and hunger for it. Um, because like I said, I've, I've been a little out for a while and I'm, uh, I need to get hungry again. You know what I mean? Um, I'm hungry all the time, but that's for something different. I need to get my, my standup, uh, hunger back up. So, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it guys. It's been a lot of fun. And then on Saturday night, I'm hosting at the waterfront gastro pub in, uh, Carlton place. Looking forward to that. They're always a great group out there. Um, so if you're in the Carlton place area, um, I will be at the waterfront gastro pub hosting on Saturday night. I look forward to that. Thank you. Ken Strangway. Uh, that's the show he puts on and it's a lot of fun. So having said that guys, get into the, uh, the only email that I've got this week. Um, as always, if there's anything that you guys want to send in contact at one man podcast is the email and you know, it doesn't matter what you want to talk about. You have a voice here on my podcast. So, uh, feel free to send in anything in this week. Chris writes in my good friend, Chris. Hey, Josh, this Christmas season, uh, I went on a video game buying spree, mostly to keep myself from going insane as I move in with my in-laws for the next seven months. Fuck. But also I really enjoy playing with them, uh, playing them with my five-year-old. Sorry, the game's not your in-laws. Um, <laughs> I I'm going to give you a couple of recommendations that work well with kids, but are also great with a group of adults. First is Overcooked. This is a cooperative game with a top-down view of a restaurant kitchen. You and your fellow cooks must fulfill as many orders as you can in a certain amount of time. For example, the second level you play has you cooking up some onion soup and only onion soup. To do this, you must grab an onion from the onion crate, walk it around to the counter island to the cutting board, chop it, walk it back around the island to the pot and toss it in, and then repeat. Three onions later... You wait for a couple seconds for the cooking progress bar to fill up, pour it into a bowl and send it off to the dining room. That's one order complete. Easy. Except the longer it takes you to complete an order, the less money you get. You also have uh, two bowls to fill, which come back dirty. So you must stop your cooking to wash them. While washing them, you didn't notice the soup is finished cooking and is now about to burn into, burst into flames. So you need to rush to grab the fire extinguisher to put out the flames, but your idiot son threw the fire extinguisher into the garbage because he's five. So now the fire spreads into the whole kitchen is engulfed all the while an order goes unfulfilled, costing you money. Uh, later levels will have you making multiple types of soup or hamburgers, fish and chips, etc. So you really need to pay attention to the orders coming in to make sure you are prepping the proper stuff right there at the top of the screen. Uh, the fun of the game uh, sorry, the fun of the game when playing with adults is figuring out how to cooperate, communicate, and stay the fuck out of each other's way. <laughs> I bought that game. So based on your email, when it came in, I read it um, the other night when I was buying some games, I also bought Overcooked and uh, and the other one that you're about to recommend. So I, I enjoyed Overcooked. I was playing by myself, so it was hard to swap between characters. I found that particularly difficult. Um, and then some later levels where like you're on the ship and it's swaying. So the, the actual middle sections are moving on you and stuff like that. Uh, that got frustrating. And also figuring out sort of the, the fastest way around counters and things like that was actually, um, I want to say frustrating, it was, but it was late at night too. Like it was fun, but I was like, okay, I, I can definitely see where that game is more fun having two human brains as opposed to you switching between the guys. Cause when you're switching between them, the other one's not doing anything once they've finished chopping or whatever. It's just standing there waiting for you to give it another command. Whereas another human being, at least they can be moving around and, and getting shit done. So, um, if you can play that game online, dude, I'd love to play with you. Otherwise, um, could you please get your ass, uh, to Ottawa for at least one fucking night and we'll, uh, we'll hang out and have some fun. Uh, second game is gang beasts. The game needs far less explanation. It's a fighting game for up to four, eight online. The point is to throw your opponents off of whatever you may be fighting on at the moment. The small platform on a billboard sign, the top of a blimp, 
tandem window washing platforms. Meat packing plant. In this level, you must throw your foes into the meat grinder. The controls are a little wonky and slightly delayed, which is what makes the game so amusing. I play them on PS4, but I'm sure they also are available on Xbox. Now to bring back some points from the last week's podcast. So again, I played Gang Beasts. I did not like it as much. I could not figure out the controls. I just kept getting thrown into meat grinders, thrown off buildings, dead almost instantly. I, 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 it was just like, I'm wobbling around. That's it. And I'm like trying to grab something or punch or kick or headbutt. Like, I mean, I think I got some, but some people were like grabbing, lifting me up, throwing me. I'm like, how do you, how have you got such control over this? So I played that one after overcooked and very briefly, but I was, I was kind of like, nope. And it's, it was expensive for what it is, by the way, I think it was close to 30 bucks or whatever for gang beasts. So hopefully I can get a handle on that and maybe play with you. But I played online too, cause I was all by myself. So I played online um, eight people. It was, it was a clusterfuck. I could see I, if you can control, get the controls down, I could see where it would be fun, but I didn't, uh, I did not enjoy my experience with it. It was way too hard. All right. So, um, now you say now to bring back some points from last week's podcast. Sushi go is fantastic, simple, and quick game. The mechanism where you pick a card and then pass your hand is called card drafting. So sushi go can be summarized as a card drafting set collection game. I figure that since you're turning into a mega nerd, you'd better know the terminology. Well, thank you very much. Uh, great thing about sushi go is that you can pick it up at Walmart, one version in a tin for around $15, I believe, which is the version Jason has. Uh, and another that comes in a, a tuck box, like normal playing cards do for under 10. Another example of a card, drafting game and the one that made the genre popular is seven wonders well we'll take a look for that seven wonders um lastly i've heard you bring up popping your pee and i think i'm doing that right now pop 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 making my pee um a trick i heard john dimaggio bender from futurama john dimaggio also plays uh marcus phoenix from the gears of war series um says is to place your finger or pencil vertically across across your lips in a shushing fashion if you know you're going you're about to pop some peas pop some peas. I'm, I'm doing that with my finger right now. And they're still pop, 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 popping anyways. Um, so John, imagine go fuck himself with this stupid, um, <laughs> popping some peas. This splits the air from your lips, sending it to either side of the mic, preventing the pop. Then again, I am using this incredibly good vocal mic, which is sideways on the uh, mount. So maybe it's not doing it the way it's supposed to. Um, yeah. So whatever the air splits from your lips, sending it to either side of the mic, preventing the pop. Well, uh, I hope this week has done better in terms of the pee popping than uh, some of the previous ones, but, um, but that's it for the email that Chris, thank you so much for sending that in. As always, I love, uh, you know, anything that's interactive from you guys and knowing what's going on with you. Um, and that's pretty much it guys. If anything that you want to send in, you know, one last time contact at one man And I will, uh, echo what Kamar said last week. If you guys have a minute um, or however long it takes to just, if you're listening to this on a device where you can pull it up and rate it on iTunes or, or, you know, Google music or whatever it may be. If you guys have a minute to, to go and give me, you know, five stars, if you're like, Oh, I haven't had the time to give you one star. Well, then you know what? You just take as much time as you need to not do that. But, um, anything that, that, you know, would, would five star it and to take a second and write a, write a quick little review or whatever, uh, actually really does help my numbers. It helps boost me up. Of course, the better my numbers are, the more sponsors I get. And uh, the less I have to work shitty jobs and I can just focus on making this beautiful one here that I love so much more fun and entertaining for you guys. So um, this week's episode, I hope is much, much better than last higher energy. I really do want to focus on making sure that I can get this done during the day when I have energy as opposed to late night yawning and blood burnt eyes and everything like that. So, um, hope this one was a lot more fun as always, guys, I uh, am on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. The YouTube has been lacking. Um, I need to upload some of the episodes and stuff like that onto YouTube, but for individual content and pictures of things that I'm talking about and, and stuff like that, um, I put them all on Facebook, you, uh, Instagram and uh, Twitter. 
So please feel free to follow us on those. I would be more than happy to, uh, to add more stuff to more followers. I have the more I, uh, more I put out there so that you guys can enjoy. So, um, thank you so much. We're at one man podcast on all of those. And, um, I look forward to, uh, to having more good news for you guys in the near future. More time to myself means more happy me, more happy me means more fun podcast. I think, I think that's how it works. Uh, until then, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, full steam ahead. Let's have a fucking great 2018. It's off to a good start, I feel. 